Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Yes, it has been such a long time since I've been on the mic. I, 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 I've been on hiatus, been going through some things, but those things are over with. We had some equipment issues that needed to be replaced as well. But, you know, there's one thing that I like to do and is to talk about sports Give my opinion, put it out there, and see what the people like yourself have to say about it. And what we had transpire this past weekend in the divisional round of football was nothing short of spectacular. The week prior, some of these games, I mean, you could have just said they were not up to par. But you know what? When you look at the Bengals and the Titans— you looked at this like the Titans are the number one seed. They're going into this game with the mentality of we're getting King Der Derrick Henry back. This killer defense against a newbie in Joe Burrow. Yeah, they got some talent. They got Joe Mixon. They got Jamal Chase. They got a decent defense. But you know what? Time and time again in the new NFL, it's not about the running backs, per se. It's about the play of your quarterback. And when you have a quarterback for the Titans in Ryan Tannehill, where his first pass of the game was intercepted, the first pass out of halftime was intercepted, and his last pass of the game was intercepted, you're not going to win too many playoff games like that. And the Bengals... They hung around, stuck around, and when the time was right, they just capitalized off those turnovers, and now they're going on to face the Kansas City Chiefs. And that game, final overtime between the Bills and the Chiefs, that was something I've never seen before. It was madness. Literally madness. It, they said in like I think in a minute and fifty two seconds twenty five points were scored, twenty five points. Now let me tell you something. That's not something that you happens all the time unless you're playing Madden. I mean, you had deep bombs, quarterback rushing, Tyrese Hill just taking it down the sideline. It was just short, nothing short of spectacular. I mean, you got two young stud quarterbacks and Patrick Mahomes and uh, Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen go for 329 yards, four touchdowns, rushing for 68. And then you have Patrick Mahomes going for 378 yards, three touchdowns, and rushing for 69 and tackle on a rush TD. No interceptions by these guys. And when you just look at, at, at the just the offensive play explosion i mean you, it, it was nothing short of like i said historic i mean you had buffalo scoring 15 points in the fourth quarter and kansas skitty scoring 13 just to get it into overtime and you know what a lot of people are gonna say overtime needs to be changed so on and so forth this is my thought if you do it the way college does it it would make it so much more epic and so much more exciting. But in saying that, how many times are you going to give a team that could have won the game in regulation another chance to win? 
I wanted Buffalo to win. I thought they would win. But look, they had the lead with 13 seconds to go. They needed to score a touchdown with one minute to go. How many opportunities are you going to give them? And to not, not only that, if you, they would have just stopped Kansas City and just had them kick a field goal, they would have been in the AFC title game. But look, if they want to change it, I might not have a problem with that because the way college does it is very exciting. But what a game. I mean, nothing short of just back and forth. It was like a heavyweight fight. Just going back and forth. You got a touchdown, I got a touchdown. You get a touchdown, I get a touchdown. Oh, it was great. And then you got the Rams in the NFC now. Let's go to the NFC. Let's talk about the Rams and the Buccaneers. This was a game where Brady didn't look old. I just think if he would have had more weapons around him, they would have played better. I thought they took a little bit too long to adjust to that Rams pass rush. That Rams pass rush, it just felt like whenever Brady was ready to pass, they were on his arm, swiping at the ball, whatever. He could just never get comfortable. Um, there were some calls that Brady usually gets that he didn't get, but you know what? Um, I know he's the defending Super Bowl champ, but sometimes it doesn't go down like that. And it didn't go down like that. And defensively, that they, they, he Brady did all he could do. Because you knew if they took it into overtime, it was going to be like Pat Mahomes. Brady was going to bring it home. But then Cooper Cup winning the Triple Crown this year for receivers. He led in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. I mean, he caught a deep ball right down the middle of the field. That was, like I said before, madness. Well, I was like, my goodness, man. And a walk-off field goal. And think about it. Every game this weekend, Bengals-Titans, walk-off field goal. Rams-Buccaneers, walk-off field goal. Bills-Chiefs, it went into overtime. That's the only reason why they scored a touchdown. And the last game that took place, the 49ers and the Packers. <sighs> There's a lot I can say about this game. I could talk for hours about this game, but I'll make it short and I'll make it sweet. For all those Aaron Rodgers fans, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is not a great quarterback. He's a great quarterback, one of the best of all time. But he's also going to probably be one of those great quarterbacks. Of, and there's nothing wrong. One of the greatest quarterbacks to go down with only one Super Bowl chip. And that's nothing to, to, to sh shake a stick at because you got a quarterback like Dan Marino who threw for 5,000 yards in a running era that ne made a Super Bowl but never won a Super Bowl. My issue with Aaron Rodgers is time and time again, he's had the situation set up perfectly. What I mean is he's had home field advantage numerous times at night, weather to his advantage, and time and time again, the opponent has come in, walked in through the back door, went in the fridge, took some food, left through the front door, and didn't even have the nerve to close the front door or left the front door open. I mean, Eli Manning and the Giants did it. The 49ers did it a couple times. And this past weekend was the latest one. You had Tom Brady do it. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't that dude. But if you can't win at home, does that mean he has to win on the road? Because for me, I want winners. It's cool having these 4,000-yard, 35-touchdown seasons. 
But then when you're one and done in the playoffs, how does the fan base feel about that? Does he go back to Green Bay? He's been talking junk about saying, I don't want to go to, I don't want to stay in Green Bay. I want to move on from Green Bay. Green Bay might not be the team for me. All right. Now, I wouldn't be surprised because nowadays the bag talks. And maybe he feels like it's not the, the it's not him. It's more so the team. But I will say this. Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, I know he got eliminated last week in epic fashion by the same team in the 49ers. He's probably sitting there like, mm. everybody said it was me. Everybody said Aaron Rodgers is unhappy because it's me and my old style offense and I'm not willing to change. Mm. Same, different, new coach, same result. And it's a, you can't take any credit away from the 49ers because there's two things that you have to be prepared for. Well, three things you got to be prepared for when you play in the 49er team. They're going to run it. They're going to have an exceptional, exceptional pass rush. And that back end is going to be great. Because when they run it, they just don't line up and right up in the line. They move guys around. They have Debo Samuels, the wide receiver, in motion. Then he goes in the backfield, and then he becomes a running back and runs with the ball. They got all different types of funky stuff that they do. It's not just line up in the right up in the line. They don't do that. And that pass rush will boast on the rest of them. Those guys, none of them could be blocked when I want and somebody's getting to the quarterback. So the quarterback needs to get rid of the ball quickly. And Dak Prescott found that out with the quickness when they played. And that back end, they know, hey, look, the ball's coming out quick. We got to pass on these. That's a good team in the 49ers. And I know Jimmy Garoppolo, he doesn't play great. They're not winning because of him. They're winning in spite of him. I'll say this. This current 49ers team reminds me of the Giants when they went into Super Bowl 42 and defeated the undefeated New England Patriots. What I mean by that is, the game plan was we're going to play solid defense. We're going to get after the quarterback. We're going to run the ball. And as long as Eli doesn't buck it up, we're going to win. And Eli didn't buck it up. He actually made game-winning plays. But Garoppolo does buck it up sometimes, and they do win in spite of him. But I saw a stat somewhere where it said that I think he's won five consecutive playoff games after throwing an interception. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's a streak he wants to keep up, but, I mean, throw a pick it don't mean to him. You know what I'm saying? Um, look, like I said, I like winners. He's winning. I'm not saying he's better than a lot of these quarterbacks that are in the, the playoffs currently, but he's winning, and he has a winning recipe. And... When you get that little mojo, you get that little magic. And these guys were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. I'm sure they would love to go back. And they had the experience and the pedigree to get it done. Now, them going up against the Rams, that's going to be very, very interesting. Because the 49ers like to run. But the thing is, can the Rams stop the run and force the 49ers to pass? Because if they could do that, it's going to be a long day for Garoppolo. But... It's the same thing on the other side of the ball because if that 49ers pass rush gets to Stafford, it's going to be a long day for Stafford. 
But what a weekend, guys. Next week, we got the conference championships. I might record a couple more episodes this week just because I'm so excited to be back on the mic. I'm going to have more episodes, more everything. We're going to talk culture. We're going to talk. We could talk NIL in college. We could talk about, um, you know, whatever, man. Whatever comes to my mind, I'm just going to turn on the mic and say, let's go, baby. Let's go. But like I, I haven't done in a long time, but what I'm about to do, I'm about to end this episode with a positive quote. And my positive quote is, don't wish for it, work for it. That's right. Don't wish for it, work for it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, everybody.